Hello, morning. Um, just walking the dog in the park. It's a little bit soggy, grey overcast. Autumn has crept on, crept in in the last what week or two in the UK. Yeah, it's got that kind of moist curry. You know where the earth smells like curry? It's weird. The ground smells like curry. I don't know why. And all the leaves make it look like curry. It's got all those rich golden sort of uh, hues and browns and stuff. Um, <clears throat> I had a chat yesterday with a, a friend of mine who's also a coach. And we got chatting about um, our kind of philosophies. Like why we do what we do. And how that is might be of interest to the people who might want to work with us. And Yeah, I did, it, it, a lot of stuff came out of my mouth that I found quite interesting. That I didn't really know was quite so clear as it was <clears throat> I'd encourage you to do this whenever you're trying to work something out is just to talk out loud there's something about getting out of your head into words that you would then hear yourself and then realise oh things are a bit clearer or straightforward or I'm a bit more passionate about this than I thought I was possibly anyway here I go right philosophy what are we talking about um, we were going wild swimming so we went to a place, um, a big old lake near Tarpoli, Delamere Way, which is in on the, I guess it's the Wirral Peninsula. Anyway, it's the northwest where I'm from. And we'd arranged to, to go there in our wetsuits and just swim out into this lake. It was freezing, absolutely siling down with rain, like curtains of rain, like that kind of like thick tropical... Um, uh, rainstorm weather and there was something really exciting about going into all this kind of danger and discomfort and fear and pain and all the things that we didn't want to do but being brave in the face of it and that that in a nutshell is is the feeling that kind of I get excited about with coaching so just hold that image in mind and now I'll try and put some words to it now that, that feeling of when you're kind of scared to do something at your edge, the edges of what you're comfortable with, and then throwing yourself in and doing it and surprising yourself how, with how well that you cope or um, how well you do it, adapting. Because I have this theory about humans, it's not a theory, we've lived it out, it's proof. We're really, really good at adapting to new circumstances and change. That's what we've always done. Like, triumph over adversity is pretty much the story of human humanity. Our Ingenuity, uh, um, empathy, um, intelligence, our emotions, all these kind of things that we've got that can be a bit, let's say, unhelpful or inconvenient sometimes when they're not being used appropriately or they're misdirected when the train's late and we get mad at it and, you know, all this kind of day to day humdrum stuff that. <coughs> It's all relatively new to us, really, as humans, isn't it? You know, trains and buses and cars and houses. It's This isn't exclusively a transport thing, by the way. It's just, like, technology and stuff. Like, for, for the vast part of... Um, the vast chunk of our existence, we've been uh, out in the wild, at our edges, coping and adapting, and we've still got that, this kind of relative comfort and ease. That is a great thing. Medical science, you know, abundance, food safety security that's all great that's all really helpful stuff and i don't want to negate that um 
just to add a little bit of a scatological twist on this, my dog is reminding us that um, that yes, we're all still animals by doing what dogs do best, which is let's call it doing the uh, the octopus splay and birthing a little um, a little egg for me to pick up. There we go, got that. Thanks, Laurie. Probably a commentary on what's coming out of my mouth. There we go. Um, yeah, humans adapting, coping, being resilient, surprising ourselves, and yeah, making do what we got. So. Yeah, that's my philosophy. It's, I think many of us experience anxiety and and depression to a degree and all the other scourges of, of the human condition. I think a lot of that is because uh, we underestimate our ability to cope and we overestimate how difficult something will be. Maybe that's a recent thing, I don't know. Um, it's getting windy, isn't it? I don't know if you can still hear me. Um, so yeah, that mismatch, that, that thing that we forget, just how how good we are at adapting and coping in uh, situations that aren't necessarily extreme. Like I, I hasten to add, I'm not like someone who... I'm not the kind of guy who'll just go and do bungee jump, you know? It's not that kind of fear. It's like... There's like kind of somewhere in the middle, like between everyday sort of anxieties and um, sort of yeah, big changes in life, you know, job, career, business, whatever, like things that we want, but we're kind of scared to go near them. Those are the edges I'm interested in. And they're a little, I mean, I've got a whole toolkit full of little exercises and games and improv stuff that is a way of creating like safe little containers, little microcosms where we can ex- we can play with that, that ability to adapt and cope when we're at the edge of something we're not sure about, we're uncertain of, uh, we're afraid of, like those things like, and we've all got this ability to cope and adapt and I love being there um, because personally, whenever I've been thrown into disarray and change, like the kind that you've probably heard in my earlier episodes, um, an enormous change in my, my living circumstances and relationship status, um, that when I've been here, like, it's terribly scary, it's terribly upsetting, but sure enough, here you are, alive. It's that thing you su- you've survived a hundred percent of the catastrophes that have happened to you in life, and it's true, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, and I, I do the same thing. I do it all the time. I underestimate my ability to cope, and I overestimate in my perception of how scary or dangerous something will be. And a lot of change that comes along often is uninvited, unpredicted. We sort of create these blankets, these illusions of safety and comfort like we've got control of things we create structures and organizations and routines and habits that that fool us into thinking that life isn't somewhere predictable and i think i spoke about this on a previous episode about creative destruction and living in the liminal zone like life is just one long liminal zone of things unfolding and changing and sort of desperately holding on the steering wheel kidding ourselves that we have some control and we do have a degree of control a small amount of control and 
it's it's worth uh, maybe influence is a better word isn't it than control we have no control um yeah so it's working with what influence you do have and when things don't work out favorably or surprise you okay right well how can we work with this what can we do or if a change is on the horizon coming you know welcoming it as opposed to resisting it because that's a big thing like with with changes and like anything unpleasant the more you resist it the more you ignore it avoid it procrastinate the more that overestimation of how awful it'll be when it arrives happens um yeah so that's that's what i'm interested in that's what i'm interested in it's you surprising yourself i love it it's very well, one of the a, a coaching client once said this actually we'd, we'd they'd i mean i work with people who then um work out what change looks like for them and what sort of steps they want to do that are brave and that they're uncomfortable with and they then commit to make do something about it and then they come back and report back and we work through and reflect on what happened and or what didn't happen this kind of thing and that that is, is kind of part of what coaching is and sure enough this this coaching client once said oh surprise surprise the world didn't fall apart when they made some change or did something different or interrupted an old pattern of behavior this kind of thing it's um that's really interesting that's a kind of good example of a a safer contained way of taking someone to an edge of what they're comfortable with you know i don't i don't (laughs) you don't go into a rarely go into coaching and go right let's end your marriage let's quit your job you know those things might emerge but um often it's just an uh, it's good to get people in like a workshop doing some improv games like I did recently with a bunch of other coaches just testing out a few ideas and um, just really simple call and response games nothing no performance no needed to be funny or dramatic or anything like that and it was just really wonderful to see people respond in this kind of different space and just you see the look on their eyes going oh, I didn't think I'd enjoy that you know that's the thing <laughs> that's the, the thing about change we think that when something happens the, the thing that we're afraid of happening it will just be universally comprehensively awful and insufferable and there may be moments where it feels like that but there are other things that go along with it as well unexpected benefits um, pleasures new opportunities all sorts of things come out of it and we forget that because we just get a little bit myopic and um, single-minded about uh, how awful it'll be. Um, this is, this I'm, I'm repeating myself from a previous episode here. So that, in a nutshell, is my philosophy. And it's difficult, isn't it, to get it into a sentence or two, but it really is about that. Going to the edges of where you are, where your comfort is, and playing in that place and discovering uh, that overestimation and underestimation surprising yourself Um, I love it, it's all about it's just faith in humanity and trusting yourself that's it, it's trusting yourself I help people trust themselves Um, I was doing some work with a guy uh, walking through a field recently, chatting about some horrendous um, stuff he's going through and uh, uh, where's he going with this um, oh hiya you alright I'll go this way okay 
that was a big dog huffing and puffing. I think I was just distracted there, sorry, because of the uh, the big dog. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. That's disappointing, isn't it? That was going to be the denouement. That was going to be the, the, the cherry on the cake of everything I was just about to say. Maybe I'll add an extra bit in on the end. Yeah, trusting yourself. Trusting yourself to cope. Watching yourself, observing yourself. This intelligent machine that you are. Um, coping with rough circumstances. It's quite a magnificent thing. It gets me really excited to see that, people. Um, yeah. I'll leave it there. I'm going to press stop. Maybe the thing that I forgot will come back. Maybe. I'm going to trust myself that it will. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, this is this is all, another mini experiment, this this blog. It's like, I, I don't know. And I'm not entirely sure where this will go. Or what it is that will come out of my mouth when I start talking. And uh, it's a mini container experiment. And it's, it's improv, really. Which I love. Because it's all little games where you get to not think. It's a moving away from thinking. Thinking's cool. It's great for creativity and social stuff and imagination. All that stuff's fantastic. But doesn't always help when it comes to actually doing the thing. When we want to be brave and when we want to surprise ourselves and cope and adapt, it's more of a... Sometimes it's... Uh, the, the the thing we're looking for to get us to make the jump is a gut thing, it's an instinct thing, it's an intuitive thing, it's a heartfelt thing, it's an emotional thing, it's just a feeling, you know, a hunch. That's the interesting bit, and that's generally what I do when I'm doing workshops or with people. I encourage them to play with that part of their body instead of just doing this all through their head. And that's another part of it. I guess this is more about the how rather than the, the why I do what I do. Um, philosophy yeah I don't know what do you make of that I really will end it here now thanks for listening bye hey me again the thing came back <laughs> it was about trust I couldn't remember what it was it was the guy said um, he was asking what I do with coaching and I said I trust you when you don't trust you and I keep trusting you until you trust you and then we both trust you and then you've got exactly what it is you need to sort of go and go and do the thing I thought it was quite nice <laughs> it sounds like some sort of weird paradoxical um, wisdom doesn't it I don't know but it's, it's trust it's trusting yourself trusting yourself that you're enough like a lot of the stuff that you think you need to learn or think need to happen or things you think you need to have before you can do this thing that you're afraid of doing you've already got a lot of it inside you already a lot of coaching is rediscovery it's not necessarily gaining something new or additional to who you already are it's, it's just yeah rediscovering what you've already got and that in itself is wonderful because that's the surprise. People's light, people's eyes light up like in that improv workshop. Oh, I didn't think I was capable of that. You know? Oh, I didn't think I could take up this much space. I didn't know I could say that. I didn't know I could... This was in me. Where did that come from? You know, if you listen to my um, stuff from the improv retreat from last year, and I'm sure there'll be new moments because I'm doing the improv in a retreat in a couple of weeks, 
where you just do you just play a game and you say or do something and you're like where the hell did that come from I didn't know I believed or thought that I didn't know I was that was part of me and and that that's really interesting exciting stuff I get so excited when you see the sort of light bulbs going on in people's minds that's why I do what I do surprising yourself to cope and adapt to do that thing that you're scared of and that's all relative to, to, to people you know the thing you know what the thing is and one person's thing might be bigger than another person's thing or smaller but even that's bigger or smaller is not helpful language is it I'm wittering now what the hell am I talking about ah oh, enough okay that kind of helped me find some clarity about the words I'm trying to put around this and also like yeah just the feeling of excitement I've got just doing it now that's the important thing that little exercise I invited at the start to talk to do a monologue about the thing that's in your mind it's like we can talk ourselves into some sort of state like I've done now I'm like oh yeah I really do believe this I really am excited in this I, uh, this is important to me that's where I wanted to get to and I've got it so thanks for indulging me by listening if you got this far bye again really bye this time though until next time bye love you bye